Hey friends, I hope you're doing well and taking care of yourselves and the people and pets that are important to you. I have no luck with jeans. Blue jeans, that is. Or, or dungarees, if you live in New England. Uh, I've talked about this on the show before. A couple years back, I went through two pairs of jeans in a matter of weeks. One pair, I think, ripped a hole in the crotch area just after wearing them a few times. They weren't super tight or anything like that. I, I don't even think I'd done anything in particular to make them rip. I I think they, they were just a, a poorly made pair of jeans. And then I replaced the pair of crotch-ripped jeans with another pair of jeans, and those jeans lasted for an even shorter amount of time than the crotch-ripped jeans. That second pair, I'm, I'm pretty sure only... I only uh, I only wore them twice, and, and the second time I wore them, I was at a CVS with my wife, and uh, I was walking down an aisle just ahead of her, and I was trying to be cute, and I was trying to do what I thought was a, a sexy little dance, you know, and, and, and I tripped over my own feet, and I fell into a rack of potato chips or something, and, and I ripped a giant hole in the ass of the jeans. Like I said, I have no luck with jeans. And I suppose I'm bringing this up because I, I've had one decent pair of jeans for about a year now, and they finally, uh, just last week, ripped directly across my left knee. And again, it was through no fault of my own, other than the fact that perhaps because they were my only pair of jeans and I wore them a lot. Anyway, I, I guess all this is to say I, I'm just going to be wearing khakis and pajama pants for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, please forgive me. Sometimes there's no way to segue from a short anecdote into a plug for my books, and this is one of those times. In case you weren't already aware, you're listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast. There are no ads on this show, and there is no Patreon set up for it. What I would like to make you aware of, however, dear listener, is that I am a published author of eight novels that are all currently available for purchase in both ebook and paperback formats worldwide, via Amazon. And if you don't use Amazon, you can purchase most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. So, if you love this podcast, and you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily, and get yourself or the reader in your life a great novel, please direct your internet browser to either Amazon or barnesandnoble.com right now, and type my name, which, in case you didn't know, is Andy Mascola. Type that into your search bar and purchase one or two of my excellent stories. I write in a variety of genres, and I'm sure you'll find something to suit your taste. As always, if you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song.
People Are the Enemy listeners. This is episode 163 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for spending time with me. I appreciate it. I sincerely do. I think you've made a, a great decision by, by checking out this episode. Uh, and all the episodes, by the way. There's a ton of them, and I encourage you to encourage you to explore and uh, listen to them all, because uh, I think, uh, I think uh, I'm doing something uh, something worth your time here. Anyway, uh, I hope you're doing okay. Um, it's early in the morning right now, uh, and uh, and I, I, you know, I tell you, I've been I've been in training all week at this new gig, meaning this new full time job that I've had, and and I hadn't have haven't had a whole lot of things happen. But but yesterday I had a lot of things happen. I I uh, so I'm going to talk about that stuff with you right now, and this that's what we're going to talk about today. I um I have a friend who is from Florida who's been uh, up here. In, when I say up here, I'm in New Hampshire, in case you didn't know, uh, for about a year now. And uh, and I was introduced to him through my wife, because he works at the same uh, place my wife does. And uh, he and I hit it off well. We had a lot of things in common. We like a lot of the same kinds of music. We like a lot lot of the same kinds of films. Um, he, he's very knowledgeable as far as as far as both those things are concerned. So it, we we can we can chop it up, so to speak, as far as that's concerned. He he's a He's an, a creative person, and uh, and uh, I like that. Obviously, I like to to talk to creative people, as as is evident from this podcast. Anyway, his name is Thomas, and um, and we've been friends since the you know just this past summer, and uh, we get together uh, a lot and uh, do do fun things. And and the other day, meaning just yesterday, Thomas sent me a text message and said, "Hey, uh, are you busy? I, I'd love to to go into Boston." for the afternoon and uh and we 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 talked about this prior and agreed to try to get everything that we needed to get done earlier in the weekend meaning on Saturday so that we had Sunday free to go into the city and uh, I said yeah man I got everything done I needed to get done yesterday so let's let's do it let's let's go into the city so so uh, we left we left for Boston uh, around noon and and from where I am in New Hampshire I'm not I'm not too far north so it takes less than an hour to get into into Boston and uh, and Thomas drove and uh, I had a backpack and in my backpack I had things like an apple and a sandwich and crackers and water and uh, a book and uh, um, and what else hand sanitizer of course and uh, and uh, a notebook uh, with paper uh, and and a pen of course a notebook has paper can you believe it anyway so so yeah I had all these things together just to uh, to have them with me and and you know because I knew what a day in the city's like you know it's it had been a while since I've been in the city I was there Thomas said you know when was the last time you were in Boston and I was trying to remember and it was literally just after um, Knucklehead was elected in 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 2017 and uh, the, the women's march I was there for that and I was there for um, the march for science which also took place in Boston and um, when the, the, the creepy uh, Nazis marched in Boston, I was there to scream at them. I went into the city with a friend of mine, and we, uh, we screamed at the, uh, the Nazi uh, racist jerks. Anyway, so, so that was the last time I was there. So, so Thomas and I drive into the city. It takes us about 45 minutes to get in there, and, and we park on Beacon Street, which is this long street, popular street in Boston, uh, right in front of uh, Fisher College. And uh, there's these beautiful brownstones everywhere. And Thomas says, "I really gotta, I really gotta use the bathroom. I really gotta, I really gotta pee." 
And uh, I said, okay, man, let's find a place for you to pee. So we, we passed this fall on the street, and Thomas says, hey, can you, you, you know, a, a place where, where I can, uh, you know, find a facility, use a bathroom? And the guy says, Cheers is right, right there, right down the street. <laughs> like, you know, Cheers, like, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, that, you know, Asian show from the 80s. And, uh, and uh, we said, oh, okay, great. So we, we walked down the street, literally, like, Maybe up like one city block, maybe not even one city block, and and there it is, the Bull and Finch Pub, which is uh, the the uh, the bar in Boston in which Cheers was modeled after, and uh, and we both go inside, and Thomas of course is very excited. He's from Florida, you know. He's I don't think he'd ever seen Cheers, and was just like amazed, and was uh, calling uh, calling a, a girlfriend of his to say, you know, hey, I'm at Cheers, you know, and uh, we're taking photos in front of it, and uh, I I'd, I'd seen Cheers before. Again, I'd been in the city before many times. Um, I'm ashamed that I really don't know my ways around the city that well, is being as, as close as I am and, and having been a lifelong New Englander. I don't know the ins and outs too well, and I can't really um, find my way around. I always get lost. I can't find my way around there too well. The, 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 um, the city is, is mapped out. It was mapped out, I was told, uh, initially by cows, who kind of just meandered this way and that way. And so uh, there's really no rhyme or reason to the streets in Boston. Um, so it's very difficult to drive, a very difficult city to drive in. So anyway, so we go to Cheers and we use the bathroom there. And, and Thomas, I, I got to tell you, he's he's a photo guy. He loves taking pictures. He loves making videos. He loves editing videos. He's he's very, very into the, like, uh, um, the photographic medium. So he had this beautiful camera and... Uh, and of course he was driving and he invited me. So I said, Hey man, I'm, I'm just along for the ride. I'll do, I'll go wherever you want to do, uh, go wherever you want to go, do whatever you want to do. And so, uh, so, so we walk along, uh, we walk along Beacon and then we go to Charles street, which is this, this, this great little street, um, in Boston with a lot of shops on it. And there's a, and, and then we're walking down there and we get ourselves a coffee and we're, and of course Thomas has taken photos of everything and he, he loves the architecture and he loves, you know, the, these beautiful brownstones and everything, all these, 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 uh, this great, you know, because obviously to a fella who's not from Boston, you know, this is, you know, th these, these, these build, some of these buildings are, are in these streets, um, are uh, hundreds of years old, you know what I mean? And it's, and, and of course it's, it's, a, you know, for him to see this is, it's just like, he's absolutely, uh, um, you know, in his glory as a photographer and especially a photographer of, of, you know, uh, uh, buildings and architecture and and uh, and landscapes. Um, so so yeah, he's having a blast. And we go to to Boston Common, and we're walking around Boston Common, which which if you don't know is just like a huge uh, green area in in the city. And of course, there's a lot of people milling around, and everybody's wearing a mask in Boston. Everybody was very very careful, and uh, a lot of people with dogs out too, surprisingly. And uh, what else do we do? Oh, so, so yeah. So then we, when we walk across, we walk across the uh, the bridge. We go we go over the Charles River in Boston, and uh, of course, uh, again, some beautiful architecture there. And uh, taking photos. Thomas is taking photos of this, taking photos of that, and uh, and um, I'm having a good time. You know, I'm enjoying myself. And and Thomas says, "Hey, we're gonna go meet up with my friend and his family. Um, they're at." Uh, they're, they're at, uh, shoot, it's in Southie. It's uh, Fort Independence in Southie. 
And uh, it's Castleview Island. And I'm like, I, I don't think I've ever been there as, as many times as I've been to Boston, which is, you know, a considerable amount of times, you know, um, again, lived in New England my whole life. And I said, OK, man, let's go. This will this, this be fun. So so uh, we, we, we walk back to the car and we uh, we drive to Castleview Island again, which is in South Boston. And, and we meet up with Thomas's friend Omar, who's there with with his family and and, and it's this beautiful uh, little park area there, and uh, Omar's got got his kids there, and there's a, a Independence Fort, which is which like is literally like a fort from like the like this like the I think that's it goes as far back as like obviously this is before you know um, you know 1776, but I guess I guess there'd been a fort there ever since like the 1600s is what I've read, so uh, so this 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 fort and um, and this is crazy, but like as soon as I see this guy Omar, I look at him, and he's wearing. And again, um, I thought like I, you know, I'm going to meet somebody I've never met before. This is Omar, um, so I look at Omar, and he's wearing a Motorhead T-shirt, which is uh, or no, I'm sorry, it was like a Motorhead um, zip-up hoodie, and he's wearing over the the Motorhead zip-up hoodie, he's wearing a leather jacket. Okay, and on the leather jacket, on the lapel of the leather jacket is a Black Sabbath Volume 4 pin. So it's Aussie, you know, with the hands up. You know, if you've ever seen Black Sabbath Volume 4, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I look at the pin and the placement of the pin on his jacket, and I said, I know this jacket, and I know that pin. And we shake hands, and uh, of course, again, we're, we're all wearing masks, and we're very being very careful, so please don't, don't get the wrong idea. But... <clears throat> I should mention that Omar is also a phlebotomist, so he's been vaccinated. <laughs> so, so he had nothing to worry about. And Thomas is also uh, works in the hospital, so he's he's been vaccinated also. I think I was the only person there who wasn't vaccinated. Um, but these 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 guys all work in the uh, medical industry, so they are they are taken care of as far as that's concerned. So uh, they have little to worry about. But but regardless, they're still wearing masks. And I meet this guy Omar, and I look at this pin, and I said. I've seen that pin before, and this is crazy, but Omar and his girlfriend, I had met them before, and it had nothing to do with Thomas. Here's how I met them. This is so. So I'm there, we're talking for about, you know, two or three minutes, you know, after making introductions, Thomas is introducing me to his, to his friend and his friend's family, and I said, that's a Black Sabbath Volume 4 pin, and he looks at me and he's like, yeah, and I said, did I meet you at Hannaford about three months ago and he his eyes light up and my eyes light up and we realized that I was walking this is crazy and because I, I think you know I'll talk to anybody I was walking through Hannaford which is a supermarket in my city with my wife one evening and I saw this guy and his girlfriend and he was this guy was wearing a leather jacket and the Black Sabbath volume 4 pin and again masks were all masked up and I said is Black Sabbath volume 4 your favorite Black Sabbath album and he said, no, it's Sabra Cadabra, which I believe is, is like a live album, or maybe it's like a, a collection or a bootleg or something like that. I know it's not one of their, you know, um, studio albums. But, and I said, oh, and then we just had a brief, you know, I said, oh, I'm a Black Sabbath fan, et cetera, et cetera. That was the, the total of our conversation. Again, this was three months ago. And then we realized in that moment at at Castleview Park that we'd met each other before and it's crazy, right? Isn't that crazy? So then we, we fist bump and we're, you know, we're instant, we're instant bros right there. Like, 
You know what I mean? So um, so it was good. So we hung out with um, Omar and his family. And then uh, he was taking the kids to get ice cream at this place called Sullivan's, which is there. And I guess it must have been a well-known place. It smelled amazing. They must have had, like, seafood going on there or something like that. And they were, he, they were there to get the kids ice cream. I saw a lot of people with ice cream. There was a huge, long line. And Thomas is like, uh, and Thomas is like you know, it's late. We, we should probably split. Because by this time, we'd been in the city about three and a half, four hours. You know, and... Um, and uh, so we say goodbye to Omar and his family, and Thomas and I are, are driving, and we're, we're getting back on the highway, and I see a sign for the North End, and I said, that's, uh, North End is right over there, that's, that's the Italian section of Boston, and uh, he said, he said, hang on, you hungry? Uh, and I said, yeah, I could eat, and he said, he said, okay, and so he calls up Omar while we're in his car, on, and he calls him up, and, and he says, hey, Omar, we're, we're passing through the North End, what's the best place to get pizza in the North End? And Omar says, well, that would be Ernesto's. You'll want to go to Ernesto's. And, uh, and Thomas says, okay, well, uh, let me see if I can find it. So, so Thomas takes a right off the highway, literally onto a street in the north end. And we're not going down the street more than 20 seconds. And I look and I say, Ernesto's. Like, I see it. Literally, like, there's a sign with a slice of pizza on it. And on this little street in, in, in the north end... There are pizza places all over the place, but there's Ernesto's. It was just like pizza, the pizza, you know, street in the north end of Boston, which is, again, the Italian section of Boston. If you're going to get pizza in Boston, you go to the north end, right? So then then uh, we're looking for a spot, and, and uh, we see this fella pulling out, because the streets in Boston, are a lot of them are very, very small and uh, and, and tight. So, so, so we see this guy pulling out, and I said, Thomas, there's a spot. So Thomas does this parallel parking job like nothing I've ever seen before. He was up on the curb, like the, both tires were on the curb, and then they were off the curb, and it was just, I thought, and there was a, there was like a, 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 a lamppost there. I thought for sure he was going to hit the lamppost. Oh my God, but he didn't hit the lamppost, parked okay. We go to Ernesto's, we get maybe the best pizza I've ever had. Holy moly, ladies and gentlemen. This is, again, this is North End Italian uh, uh, section of Boston, Ernesto's. This amazing pizza. I had the veggie slices, which was recommended by Omar, and then I believe my friend Thomas had a um, he had like the chicken a chicken ranch slices, and, and I I got the pizza obviously because my friend drove and got us drinks and everything, and then we just sat in the car and we watched folks walk through the North End and we ate this amazing pizza. Right, wonderful, wonderful afternoon. It, it, so this time, by this time, obviously it's around dinner. I shouldn't say obviously you don't know, but yeah, around dinner time, and. Uh, we head out of the city and uh, uh, and we're we're driving back to New Hampshire and we're on the highway and this is wild man and it's dark and uh, all of a sudden up ahead of us we see tons of lights and I think like maybe we saw like one ambulance shoot through the uh, the traffic but we see all these lights ahead of us and the windows are all closed I mean it's winter in New England so it's it's cold man we had the windows closed. But we could literally smell like burning, something burning. And I said, man, something's going on, Thomas. Something's going on. So so all the cars are slow, slow, slow down now. And, and we're driving and it's dark. And we see like just a wall of blue and red flashing lights ahead of us. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? So so this is, you know, the highway goes both ways. Obvious, ob I shouldn't say obviously. The highway goes both ways and we're headed north. And the, the other side, there's a, there's cars heading south. In the middle, there's like a strip of, of, of grass. If you can picture that. I'm sure you can. If you've ever been on a highway, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And <clears throat> and we look over, and it's on fire. Like, literally, like, like just like a field of fire. 
it's like, holy crap, what the hell happened? Wow. And, and we're taking, you know, we're, you know, I'm filming like from the passenger side of the car over Thomas's shoulder. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, like I've never seen anything like this, you know? And there's no fire trucks there to put it out. Everybody's all these emergency vehicles are concentrated on whatever is happening just, just ahead of us. So, so we, we, we continue on and then we, we see it, man. And it looked like, it looked like the shell of a, of a smart car. Yeah. Just like completely just scorched, just completely burnt out, just blackened. And of course, all these vehicles around it. Now, I don't know what happened. I still don't know what happened. But but I saw this, we saw this shell of a, of a what looked like, again, like a smart car. We didn't see any, um, any, any, any people that looked like they'd been injured or anything like that. Not to say that nothing happened. I don't know what happened. But oh my God, what a scene. Holy moly. Couldn't believe it. It, it, well, what an end to this day, you know, it, it, and uh, otherwise, you know, it was a great day. Obviously, you, you, you know, you, you see a horrific thing like like that, like a traffic accident, that something that you don't see all the time. And, and yeah, of course, you're going to look, you know, they I've heard the term casualty vampire. I suppose that maybe is what what I was. But so was everybody else. Right. And, and who hasn't who hasn't done that, especially when, you know, you see something unusual like that. But, uh, but otherwise just a great day in the city, just a, a really, a really fun day with my friend and, um, excuse me, got to do some fun things, see some fun things and, uh, and had some, uh, and had, had some amazing food too while we were there. Anyway, that about does it for this episode, guys. You know what I'm looking for? You know what? Hang on a second. I'll be right back. I gotta reach over here. I move things around in here and, you know, I go through notebooks too, man. Like I... I, I literally, like, finished up a notebook that I, I have, like, an entire notebook of notes of just, you can hear it, just, just monologues for the show and interview questions. It's a big, thick notebook. I literally, you know, wiped it out. I started another one just, uh, just today. Anyway, uh, this has been episode 163 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.